0: What's up, guys? Welcome coming to you live from Philadelphia. It's your host, David Chandra. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you're all doing well and staying safe. We have a brand new episode today, a brand new guest that's joining us from Cleveland, Ohio. Her name is Tarina. Tarina, introduce yourself to the listeners.
1: Hi, guys. My name is Tarina. I'm a first year at KSU CPM. Uh, thank you for having me, David.
0: It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you for coming on. And, uh, you know, we're, we're looking forward to what you have to share with us, what you have to tell us and uh what this episode has to hold so tell us a little bit about what you've been doing for the past couple of months i know you guys finished your uh first year and you're already back into summer classes and i know you mentioned offset that you started studying for exams your midterms for the summer classes so tell me a little bit about what you've been doing how you've been studying and if you had any time to spend at home with your family and friends
1: uh, yeah, so spring semester ended, which is historically one of the hardest ones at school. Um, after that ended, I actually went back home for the summer, for the entire length of the summer, and I was planning on coming back in August, but... Home was just too distracting and I was treating it like an actual summer break. Yeah. And so I realized midterms are coming up and I'm so behind. So I had to come back to Cleveland to just really like grind it out and focus on midterms.
0: Definitely. Yeah. So what what classes do you guys have in the summer?
1: We are only in eight credits, so it's not too bad. Um, okay. We have uh, intro to imaging, biomechanics, uh, rehabilitative medicine, and... Um, lower extremity physical diagnosis.
0: Okay, so everything is still online, and then are you guys transitioning into uh, in-person classes in the fall, or has a school kind of give you guys any kind of rundown or anything like that?
1: Um, so they have told us that we are going back on uh, to in-person instruction in the fall. It is all based off of if this virus um, gets worse or not, so they did tell us in the emails, they keep telling us, you know, at any point we can go remote to just like be ready for it. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Hopefully right. we're there the entire time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hopefully you guys can at least get a little bit of resemblance of normalcy again and be in class, see your friends and see your classmates and everything like that. But kind of going off of what you said for your summer classes, it's only eight credits, which is kind of crazy, right? Like lower anatomy was just eight credits in itself. And now you're taking eight credits. So how do you feel? the transition from a 28-credit semester to an eight-credit summer semester? How do you? How are you treating it? How are you kind of going about things?
1: Um, well, it's definitely easier in the sense that it's not as many really tough classes with a lot of pressure of how many credits there are all at once. But I do think it's kind of just as hard only in the sense that, you know, we're learning biomechanics, but there's no visuals to it. And I feel like me personally, like, I just need, like, more visuals of, like, what's going on, how our movements happening, and, like, same with lower extremity um, physical diagnosis, like, that's such a huge part in podiatry, and not being able to have in-person labs, and just seeing videos, I, I mean, it's just, like, it's really difficult, you're For just, sure. you're doing everything yourself, and it's, like, even if I'm doing it wrong, I don't know if I am.
0: Yeah, definitely, no, that's, it's uh, very unfortunate to be able to miss out on those opportunities, you know, especially in lower anatomy and even in biomechanics, because those are two very important courses that we need to know going into podiatry too. So has the school kind of told you guys anything that they might do to kind of uh, help you guys with maybe lower anatomy instruction in lab wise when you guys go back? Or is that something that you guys kind of are figuring out on your own when you get back to school?
1: I honestly have no idea. I think so many ideas get thrown out <laughs> yeah. that they're also trying to figure it out themselves. So I don't I don't know. It's just, it's all one big confusion.
0: Yeah, definitely. No, it's like, it's definitely an unfortunate time where things are kind of up in the air and, you know, the students don't know what's going on. The administration doesn't know that the professors don't know. So it's kind of like all over the place. But hey, you still finished first year. So congrats on that.
1: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm surprised I
0: finished myself. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a uh, first after finishing first year, honestly, it was probably one of the best feelings because like it was, you know, it's a tough, tough year in itself, not just a spring semester, but it's definitely relieving, definitely something that you feel proud of. But, you know, with everything going on, it's still kind of uncertain, doubtful and everything yeah. like that. So tell us a little bit about your experience during first year. I know outside of outside of this uh, whole covid situation when you were in school and when you were with your friends classmates and being able to go to class how were, what are some things that you enjoyed some things that you liked and some things that maybe you didn't dis- that you didn't like that you disliked
1: um I I just had a lot of fun meeting so many people and I think just the culture of how everyone is at our school yeah. it's very friendly and you instantly like just fit in, I think, at least in my experience. So my whole first year was just people reaching out and helping. And it's just fun when you have a group of friends that you all like instantly connect with. And it just helps to like, not be you know you're such an you're in such a stressful environment and so it really helps when you have people that are always there to like make you laugh and remind you that (laughs) at the end of the day it's fine it's just school we'll all get through it
0: yeah definitely yeah so were there any classes that you particularly liked during your first year or Um, particularly didn't like
1: i loved all of joanne and tim's classes yeah um (laughs) I mean, content was just very basic and straight to the point, but just them as teachers and professors, they're just always, they were always there for us, you know, whether it's in the classroom or, you know, outside. Um, I remember just like really like, scared for my first exam in cell and tissues so like I went to Tim's office and I just like basically was like oh my god like I don't really know what I'm doing like I need help he basically saw I was so panicked and just really calmed me down and you know from then on I was just like I really like this place I really (laughs) like him
0: (laughs) yeah definitely no Tim and Joanne definitely make a big difference uh for first years primarily because they teach cell and tissue they teach organ systems and they also teach staying alive which is Courses that we take at Kent State and staying alive is biochemistry, right? And then mm-hmm. cell and tissues like histology and yeah, uh, what what else was it? Histology. Organ oh yeah, organ, oh, organ,
1: organ.
0: Yeah, organ systems was physiology. Yeah. Yeah, and then cell and tissue. Well, I think we like. <laughs> yeah, I think it was That's like
1: so bad to say.
0: Yeah, it was like basic <laughs> sciences, but no, like you said, um, the those two professors. A lot of people that go through first year at Kent State, uh, owe it to them for helping them through and you know, kind of uh, giving them the guidance that they need and they help you out a lot for sure. So I agree with you on that. So tell me a little bit about where you went to undergrad and what your major was and if whatever you did during undergrad kind of helped the transition into podiatry school or was it a difficult transition into podiatry school?
1: So I went to Virginia Tech. Um, I'm nor- originally from Northern Virginia. So I went, I was there. Nova, <laughs> Nova. yep. <laughs> and um, I majored in neuroscience and I was very into research in undergrad. Okay. Um, so I came straight from undergrad to school. So in, in terms of transitioning with like the school mindset, it mm-hmm. wasn't that difficult for me. Um But it was a little hard just because I had finished with all my uh, neuroscience credits my junior year. So my senior year was very relaxed and I just took random electives to just like keep at the bare minimum of like being a full time student. So I I would kind of consider that my gap year. (laughs) So like, yeah, I was just it was like for the first time when I or for the first exams that I studied for in school here at KSU-CPM, I was kind of like, oh, I haven't taken an exam in a while. Yeah. So it was both good, both bad.
0: Yeah, definitely. No, I know it was the same for me. I know I took a year off actually between my uh, undergrad and podiatry school, but my last year, my senior year was kind of like a gap year as well too, because you're kind of at the end of your year, four years and you just want to have fun, be with friends and do what you need to do before you kind of uh, step out into the real world. So what experiences did you have in undergrad that were more related to the medical field or even podiatry per se?
1: Um, So I was a sophomore in undergrad when I was kind of trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And I knew that I was really into research because I, it was the one thing I enjoyed doing. And so um, I My one of my friends was graduating. She was older than me and she had a grad party. So her brother in law was there. And he and I, you know, just met. We started talking and he was a podiatrist. So I was telling him about how I was confused, didn't really know what to do. I knew the things I liked and didn't like. So I told him and he said, Well, come with come to me for the summer. I'll put you on a research project. Yeah. Um, for podiatry. And so that summer I worked with him the entire summer, um, while also studying for my MCAT and I just like fell in love with everything about podiatry, um, just like how he ran his office and his like team and just like the whole aspect of having different, like we did something different every single day. Like one day we were doing just research. Another day we were in the clinic. Another day was just devoted to surgery. So it was very different every day and I really enjoyed that.
0: For sure. Yeah, no, definitely. That's, um, that's the aspect of podiatry that most people don't know about, you know, like the fact that you're able to do different things on different days, even just within the week. And it kind of, uh, gives you that versatile nature and helps you to, uh, be able to work in any situation with any patient in any setting as well too. So what you said, this was between your sophomore and junior year or between your junior and senior year when you got to meet this podiatrist.
1: My sophomore and junior year.
0: Okay. So from from that point on, did you know you wanted to go into podiatry or, or did you explore other specialties of medicine and then decide afterwards? Well,
1: I had been always interested in medicine. So for me, I just knew that like I wanted a path in the healthcare yeah. um field. So I had done a lot of other research. Um for the longest time I thought I was like wanted med school and then it wasn't until sophomore year when I started questioning it and so then when I met the podiatrist I was like okay this was what I was missing like I had no hesitations or doubts about it yeah Um. so like that's how I kind of knew that all the other fields that I had researched into I would always find things that I didn't like about them mm-hmm. and podiatry is the one thing where I was like oh everything kind of like checks off on my checklist
0: yeah definitely so Kind of going off of that, you also mentioned that you were studying for your MCAT at that time. So how was studying for the MCAT and tell us a little bit about your application process into podiatry school since you knew from beforehand, like in your sophomore and junior year that you wanted to go into podiatry school. So did you start researching about schools and kind of seeing where your MCAT was and then kind of pairing things up to figure out where you wanted to go to podiatry school and all that stuff?
1: So the only thing I really have to say about the MCAT is that it was the worst thing I've ever done. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: I hate standardized testing and it's just it was just awful. You just go from physics to chemistry to reading. It was just all over the place. So that's one thing I wish to never take again. Um, (laughs) Yeah,
0: you and me both.
1: Yeah. And in terms of schools, I had just applied to all of the schools. I have anxiety over like just not getting accepted. I had these fears and I was like, no school is going to want me. So I literally applied to all of them. So I didn't really look at the criteria until after I started getting um, schools to email me back for interviews. And then that's when I started to really do more research on the schools and which ones I wanted, uh, like based on price and um, their curriculum and just pros and cons of each school um, through like just internet research.
0: Definitely. Yeah. So was there any particular uh, way that you went about doing your research or was it just basically online or did you reach out to the schools and talk to them on the phone to the, administration and to the academic affairs and everything like that? Or how, how did you go about doing that?
1: Um, so I knew someone at um, Shoal Temple and the New York school. Okay. So um, I had people um, tell me about them. And then I actually went to um, I have a friend over at Shoal, so when she had started podiatry school, I actually visited her, so I, like, had seen the school, so I kind of had an idea about, about Shoal, okay. Um Temple, and then with New York, they had invited me over for, um, like, a pre-interview type thing, so, and that was during the summer when I was shadowing um, the podiatrist, so I had already seen New York as well, Okay, so... The other schools, I didn't really do much research and I just kind of went off the fact based off the fact of whether or not they had people reaching uh, back to me like nicely over emails that like every time I asked them a question.
0: For sure. Yeah. So how, how, how did you come across uh, Kent State then? Since that was something that you didn't have any direct connection to, how did you end up coming across Kent State and then deciding to come to Kent State uh, for podiatry school?
1: Um, so actually I had kind of like ruled it out only because I was so set on staying close to home. Yeah. Um, cause I had lived four hours away for undergrad and I was like over the long drives and not being close to family. So I was really just kind of, um, hoping for either temple or New York. Okay. And then Kent actually was my first interview I got and, I just remember coming and I had the best time ever. I loved the school. I just, I think it's because I came in with zero expectations and it was kind of just like, oh, well, this is the first school that wants to interview me. So I was very excited. And I remember coming out and I called my parents literally immediately and I was like, oh, my God, I love the school. Like, I I, want to go here. And they were like, you're just excited. It's your first school. Like, don't, you know, give the other schools a chance. And so I was like, okay. So then I went to San Francisco afterwards. okay, And, like, liked the school a lot. It was great. But I had found things, like, wrong with it. And then same with all the other schools I went to, like Temple in New York and, like, Shoal. And so I kept, like, finding little things wrong with it. And I was like i found nothing wrong with kent so i that's how i made
0: my choice gotcha so you did end up going to interview at all the nine schools then or was it no 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 i gave up after three
1: i I can't i can't do this anymore
0: yeah but still that's good though like you did your due diligence and kind of looked into every school whether it was for interviews or pre-interview where you went and kind of visited them or talked to people at the school so you kind of knew what type of school and where you wanted to go so after you came to Kent, did you feel like okay, I made the right decision? And after you started school at Podiat, like at Podiatry school, did you also feel like okay, I made the right decision for my career as well? So it's two things, you know, one we always look into like where we end up going to school and the location. But at the same time, we also look at okay, this is a career decision that we made, but I'm also happy with that career decision that I made too because now I feel like I'm validated and i feel that i'm one with the program and one with the career as well too
1: um so i'm really happy that i chose kent um i have no regrets about it and i'm very grateful that i met such great people um specifically i think they're like they had this um random roommate thing that they sent out over the summer, like, you know, right before you're about to start school. And I knew I didn't want to live alone just because I get scared and I wasn't going to do that. And so I took a risk of just picking a random roommate and me and my roommate happened to be, you know, like the greatest friends. And I'm just, you know, it was just like little things that keep happening at Kent where I'm just like, I'm so thankful for this school. I'm like glad I chose this. And that goes along with I'm like very happy I chose podiatry just because I feel like I, after I picked, you know, doing podiatry my sophomore year of undergrad, I just started picking up little connections. And it's it's just crazy how, you know, I guess I never realized podiatry was around my life, you know, like from way before I even picked it. But, yeah. you know, after I opened my eyes to it, it's like I saw it everywhere. And so, Ever since then, I've, you know, started making more connections and um, seeing everything that this field has to offer. So I, I'm like just very thankful that, you know, I chose this field.
0: Definitely. You know, that's awesome. I'm glad that you were able to find that, uh, find your spot and find your fit at the school and in your career as well, too. So going back a little bit to what you mentioned earlier, when you were deciding to come to Kent, I know it's a farther drive away from home for you, but tell Those listeners that are kind of unsure, hey, I want to be close to home, but I'm not sure at the same time. Do you have a piece of advice that you can give to them? Like, hey, you know, sometimes if you do go far away, but if it's the right fit for you, that you should still go forward with it, even if it's not close to home. Do you have anything along those lines to kind of tell listeners about if they're deciding to go somewhere, how to go up, how to go about it? Because your perspective was a little bit different when you were applying.
1: Um, so yeah, I was very kind of close minded about that because I did want to be close to home. But then once I found this school, I realized it was still driving distance. Like I'm only five and a half hours away. I mean, it's still a long drive. So I get very tired from it when I have to make it. But you know, it's you know I had a family emergency um fall semester and I was still able to like go home so like for me I was like okay well I guess this distance is perfect enough where if there is something that arises at home like I'm still able to drive or fly out it's only an hour or 45 minute flight (laughs) so I would just tell students that like I think um regardless you'll always be able to go back home or make time for family if you choose to do so. And there's always a way.
0: Definitely. Yeah, no. And that's good. And you found to, you found that you could balance family as well as school too. even being a little bit further away than you originally expected. So that's good. And I'm glad that, you know, you're finally into your routine of things, even though COVID messed everything up for you guys as a class Mm -hmm. and for all of us as a whole. But you know, now you know that your next three years, you're kind of happy where you are and you're looking forward to the future things that you can do within the field and once you get into the clinical aspect of things as well. So before we wrap up this episode and before we go into the time of what I like to call rapid fire question session, is there anything that you want to say to the listeners or, or incoming first years or people who are transitioning from first year to second year, any kind of advice, anything that you thought stood out to you in your journey thus far and something that you would want to tell them
1: um yeah i would just say trust your gut you know i just don't second guess what your gut is telling you it'll always work out in the end um you know just stay focused and everything will work out the way it's supposed to
0: for sure no i think it's good advice that all of us should take Going forward wherever we are in our life, and something that's very crucial for students that are coming in that are prospective students that you know you need to do that when when you're deciding where you want to go, where you want to be for your next four years of your life. so now we've entered the rapid fire question session. Are you ready?
1: I'm really nervous
0: <laughs> you get really nervous All right. You're the first person that said that, but we'll make it oh, easy no. we'll make it easy on you. We'll make it easy on you, don't okay. worry. What is your favorite bone in the foot?
1: My favorite bone? Uh, navicular.
0: Navicular. Any reason?
1: Um, Because that's the one bone where for some reason I couldn't get it down. And now <laughs> yeah. it's the one bone that I know in and out.
0: Yeah, the one bone you can't forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's your favorite muscle in the foot?
1: Favorite muscle? Oh, no. Um, Probably... Um, don't oh, know Gris- <laughs> i don't know that's the first one that came the, to
0: mind the gracilis that's yes. further up in the thigh but anything lower
1: oh you said lower i thought you said any muscle oh no because, no yeah. um the extensor hallucis longus.
0: longest okay all right so well Tarina gave us a little bit of both uh complete lower anatomy gracilis <laughs> which is in your thigh uh, i'm so sorry
1: I'm so i get nervous with no.
0: rapid fire questions <laughs> well hey you you drop more knowledge than most of the guests did so we're, we appreciate that so if you guys don't know where the gracilis is look that up and also look up extensor hallucis longest as well too um all right now we go to the easy part so tell me one spot that you would go to vacation if corona wasn't here right now
1: I'm probably in New Mexico cuz that's where my grandma lives.
0: Oh, okay. That's cute. Um have you been able to talk to your grandma during this whole time?
1: Um yeah, I was actually supposed to go there literally the day before like we got shut down like or not the day before, like a week before the whole like school oh, shut down, yeah. so I yeah. was really upset.
0: Was that during spring break? For you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, well, hopefully you can go to New Mexico soon once all this thing kind of clears up and you can travel there. So, if you could do one thing in Cleveland, what would that be? I know Cleveland doesn't have as many great things as Nova does, but tell us one <laughs> thing that you would want to do if you had to, if you had a chance to do in Cleveland.
1: Um, like just, I don't know, just like in terms of Corona or just like in general?
0: Just, just in general. Like if there okay. was. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. I haven't really explored Cleveland much, so I'm embarrassed to say I'm not quite sure what I would do. You guys
0: have gone to some food places, right?
1: Yeah. What I mean,
0: would you, what could... your one favorite food place be?
1: Oh, no. I'm just going to be very basic here and say Barrio.
0: Hey, well, so a lot of people don't know what Barrio is. So it's a great taco place that's in Tremont or in downtown Cleveland. So if you guys are ever in Cleveland, check it out. Uh, it's been endorsed by Torina now too. So. um okay, last but not least, uh what is your favorite food?
1: My favorite food is burgers.
0: Burgers? Any specific mm-hmm. kind of burgers or just um burgers?
1: any kind of burger. I just love a burger. Any
0: kind. Of burger. <laughs> That's good. Well, I don't know if they have those at Barrio, which it's just completely tacos. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't. So yeah.
1: my answers don't really match
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's uh, it's something new, something different. Finally, we got to know a little bit about you outside of uh, podiatry school. So thank you again for coming on and sharing your story with us and sharing your journey and giving us a little bit about the ins and outs of the application process into podiatry school and how your first year has gone. So I wish you nothing but the best as you continue during summer semester. And hopefully you guys are back in class uh, during the fall when you start your second year and You know everything gets back to normal, so you guys can get back to your thing. So good luck with that. Anything, anything else that you want to say, and or or we can wrap this episode up.
1: Thank you for having me. I had fun, Uh, minus the rapid fire questions, but the rest was all great. That
0: that was an adventure, but (laughs) but we're all about adventures on this podcast. So thank you.
1: Thank Uh, you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Hope you guys enjoyed, especially the rapid fire question session. Um, <laughs> definitely look up those muscles cause it's going to be important if you're going into podiatry school, but, uh, follow us on Instagram at soul purpose 20, listen to us on Spotify and even Apple iTunes. Uh, we're kind of moving on up, uh, and make sure you let others know. And hopefully you guys continue to enjoy. And if there is anything that you want to have addressed on this podcast, please let us know on the Instagram page, DM us. And if you guys want to come and guest on here, shoot us a DM as well, and we can get you on here and we can, uh, hear what you guys have to say. So thank you guys. Hope you're doing well and see y'all soon.